Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hello welcome to the new european podcast my name is richard porritz and i'm joined by steve anglesey hello snowflakes I hope you're all right out there. How are, how are you? How are you feeling? Do you know what? Do you know what? This is, it's, a, it's a strange one because um, I was saying this to a colleague earlier on. That as a journalist, and we've both been journalists for, for longer than we care oh, to remember now. So um, many years. And you, you kind of observe stuff. You tend to, you know, I've done dreaded things like knocking on grieving families' doors and speaking to people after their buildings have burnt down or they've lost yes. their company. You know, t- people in terrible, terrible situations. And uh, But you sort of observe, you sort of at an arm's length. But yes. we're watching the things on the TV and they're impacting every one of us, even, you know, and it's a, str- it's a strange one. It's almost a bit like reporting on your own life. It is very. It's, it, it is very strange. It is odd, and of course, it's I'm not suggesting. Making me miss Brexit. Yes, wasn't it simpler? When Remember we just the simple Brexit? times when, when the country was just paralysed by Brexit. Yeah, yeah. And now we're still the... paralysed by Brexit, but we're also well, we are, but we're like also paralysed by the coronavirus. Kicked in the balls by Brexit, and then the coronavirus kicks you in the face when you yes, you that's know, right. Grabbing your just, bits and bobs, just as you're about to get up off the floor. So anyway, listen. Um, obviously, it, everything is just a tad um, gloomy, but yeah. we'll we'll try and be upbeat. Should we try and be upbeat? Yeah. I've done a little fun quiz Ooh, for the okay. listeners. Well, we'll do, should we do that first? You can join in now. And then we'll do the news. Now, I did tell you, did warn you all last week to, to maybe check in with the news. Yeah, have a look at the somewhere news else. occasionally. If, yeah. if, you, if you haven't, please, please do. Maybe around five o'clock on the news channels, probably each day, is yes. what you need to be doing. That's quite a good um, idea. But, of course, still come to us and we'll round up that news yes. in the northern accent. Have you seen the TV ratings for the news, by the way? It's going through the roof, They're just going through, the, yes, exactly, because people have gone, oh, the BBC, oh, we could probably trust oh, that, can oh, we? Oh, trusted news sources. Uh, you can trust the New European You absolutely can uh, trust the New European. And the BBC News. And, and the New European printed product. Well, you can very much uh, trust that. It's a yeah. brave new world, as it says on this uh, on this. One. It is great cover. Love the cover. Very anyway, we'll, cover. We, will, we will get to the news um, we will. and try and Shall make we have a some sense first? of that. And then, of course, we will crown a Brexiteer of the Week. Oh, we will. So we'll do that later. Several but yes, contenders. Should we do the quiz first? Right, go well, on. Let's then. do the quiz first. And I'll, I'll ask you three questions, and then uh-huh. I'll give you the answers to the three questions. Just It's just for you at home. Not me? No, it's... Oh, I love a quiz. No, it is for you. It All is right, for great. you. So but, is, it, but, is it fingers but, on buzzers? But then? don't do them now. Oh. We'll do the answers at the end. So oh. people, the people listening to this have got some time to think about Oh, I see what you've done we'll here. Do it's the, like a supermarket where they put the milk around about the far corner. Well, <laughs> do you know what? There is no milk now. <laughs> what would they put in the far corner? Calpol? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. Our circulation manager told me this morning, which is... Um, which is obviously newspapers like uh-huh. the New European uh-huh. and the ones that we work for. So we work for a, a regional, a local uh, uh, publisher as well. It is well, the biggest well. selling morning regional paper in the whole it of the is UK. The, the Eastern Daily Press. So we, so, we, so we work for a company which produces several newspapers. Hundreds. And um, although, although um, it's very good that so many people are going into supermarkets... People are, are just dashing past the, uh, and circulation holding up quite well. Mm. You know, the anecdotal reports are that people just dash past the, 
the, um, the the newspapers if they're at the front and the uh, the, the front of the shop yeah. um, because they they're so desperate to get paracetamol, yeah, yeah. pasta, yeah. all the things that you need to stock up. Yeah, on. well, I tell you what, you need more than what you need. This is a serious point. Actually, what oh. we all need more than paracetamol and toilet paper right now is, is the news, bloody good journalism. Yeah, well, you do, and we are stepping up. Um, well, Calpol, um, I think there was. Now, in my day, you got a spoonful of cowpaw. Oh, yeah. What These days, there? it comes in a little syringe. You get to snort it. You stick it in the kid's gob and you just shoot it in. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's really That's good fun. film, actually. Yeah. Um, Full and, with syringes. And That's they also, nice well, it, it hasn't got it? a needle on it. Oh, okay. It's not like they're, you know, they're not injecting, like transporting to the to toddler edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's also these melt things that the kids put on their tongue and it sort of fizzes oh, yeah, 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 For yeah. six of those, 51 quid. What? Yeah, I know. So a, a colleague of mine, a guy that uh, who's, who's on my team, has oh got a, has got a, 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 a child who's just gone one, and they've they've run out. <gasps> but guess what I found in my kitchen drawer earlier? Unopened. Unopened. In date. Yeah. Bottle of Calpol. Brilliant. And how much are you selling 50 quid? To 50, 50 quid? 50 quid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I have given it to him. I, that, is, that is, I think I've done my good good deed for the um, for the, for the year. Well, that's good. Yeah, so that is incredible, these things are. I mean, we talked about hand sanitizer last week, I think, the week before, but Calpol, wow. Yeah, it's a black market. Come on then, Calpol. let's do this quiz. So I'll give you three questions, yes, and please. I'll give you the answers right at the end. You can have a little right think the about them. Okay. Can um, we discuss them as they come along? Question one. Yeah. Don't you answer yet. I won't. I it's won't. just for I the won't. readers at the promise, end of the show. I promise I won't. Uh, you can answer at the end of the, of the show. <coughs> can I tell which, you whether I know or not? Which, yes, you can. Which political no film, number one, no Googling, no, no Googling. that defeats the object. Which political film mm. had the tagline, on the, the tagline on the poster, yeah. never compromise? Never compromise. It sounds less like a political film and more like a... Never compromise. Schwarzenegger. Never compromise. Never compromise. Now I, now I know why you never compromise. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favourite moments in a film. Now I know why you cry. <laughs> he's been lowered into the, into the molten lava. And then his little thumb comes up right at the end. I'm alright. I'm okay. It's always hot. Very cool. It very is cool. very cool. Uh, which never political film had the tagline "Never Compromise"? Question two. I'm trying to think of any political films. I've got my head's gone. Which American politician, and it wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Uh, recently appeared on their version of The Masked Singer. Oh, that's a mad show, isn't it? Dressed as a giant purple and pink bear and right. singing "Baby's Got Back." Baby's Got Back. Yeah, Baby's Got the Back. The 1992 rap classic. Yeah. Baby's got back by um, I can't remember. Sir Mix a lot uh, was it something like yes, that's right. I is he in was. the House of Lords, Sir Mix? I would have thought so. Yeah, I he's, think he he'll be self-isolating now, won't he? He probably will. Be, that's yeah. the song. If you don't know, guys, that goes, I like big butts and I cannot lie. That's probably it. made more famous in this country, I think, by an episode of Friends. Oh, is it? Was where it Rachel teaches Ross's son, I think, right to. I think she, I think he smiles when she sings it, and he won't ever smile. It's something like that, anyway. Oh, okay. So that that probably probably known better. Oh, well, that is fascinating. In fact, you know what? I I am a big fan of that song. I know it quite well. But some of the lyrics are questionable. Are they? Have we got um, the lyrics? And I have. I, I well, I, I don't need to. I, I know it off by heart. Okay. Good. Um, it really is just about bottoms. Yes, it and, is. And big, big bottoms. Yeah, he will. He likes I mean, big, rock and roll. He likes big know, bottoms. Fat bottom girls make the rocking world go around. Yeah. The other one for me, fat Big bottom by um, Spinal Tap. This is my favourite lyric from, from this song. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda yeah. playing workout tapes by... Jane Fonda. Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda... My anaconda don't want none. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey? That's good. Lenin-esque. It Not is. Lenin. Not Lenin, Lenin. No. Well, my anaconda was taken up by <laughs> yes. Minaj, wasn't it? I believe it was. Very much I believe so. it was. Maybe that's like rap for penis. Uh, I think it might be, I think, Richard. I think, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, very innocent. Very innocent young chap. Yes. All right, so good. which US politician... Appeared on their version of The Mass Singer, Mass dressed Singer. as a giant purple and pink bear and singing Baby's Got Baby's Back. Baby's Got Back. And question three... Do we get any clues? Question three... Mm. No. And question mm. three, which former MP's autobiography was called Kind of Blue? Ah. Kind of Blue. Well, I know that because I read it. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. 
Is it a riveting read? It's good, yeah. Yeah, good, good. Okay, so which political film on the tagline Never Compromise? Never Compromise. Which politician, American politician, recently appeared on the American Mass Singer singing Baby's Got Back? And number three, which former MP's autobiography is called Kind of Blue? And we'll give you the answers to those at the end. Ooh. And now, and now we'll talk generally about coronavirus. Yes, so which I'm sure you're not doing um, at home. Yeah, I mean, uh, t- ugh, it, wow. I hope we're out, by the way, I hope you're all feeling well out there. I hope there. you are all well. I'm sure not everyone is, frankly, because we have huge listenership. We do. So I'm sure some of you are at least, if, if not ill, are self-isolating. If we can help, well, we probably can't. But you listen to the podcast. We're not doctors. You know, we, we're not the but people But feel to free help. to make contact with us. <clears throat> no, absolutely. If that cheers you up, it will certainly cheer us up. On um, Twitter? There have been some gloomy moments this week, haven't there? There um, have been. We're on Michelle Barnier. Yeah. He's got it, hasn't he? Um, I think is uh, the, uh, is Carrie Simmons self isolating, or did I dream that? I don't know. Maybe you are. I don't know. Because she's expecting now. You wouldn't really. It was well, her birthday the right. other day. Oh, was it? It was her birthday. That's, that's lovely. Yeah. Happy birthday Happy to birthday, Carrie Simmons. Carrie Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's. It's just an extraordinary time, isn't it? It's a, it, it is. Um, I'll tell you what I... Well, well I'll tell you what, what. What is the thing that me and you quite like, quite enjoy to do, usually, in normal times? What would we... In normal times? What would we What would we do? If we had a spare hour... Well, you go out for a pint. Go for yeah. a pint. Have you done that uh, recently? I've not done it, but I'm actually... I think I'm actually going to break... Right. I think I'm actually going to break, and I might brave, I might brave a, 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 a pint. Right. Um, so on uh, when was the first day of the Tuesday evening? Yes, I um, I th- I had sort of half an hour spare, and I thought, well, I'll go. I'll walk past. There's a pub uh, right next to the office. I thought, well, I'll just walk past and see. Yes, and I had a look, and there was not a soul, not a, not a living not soul. A soul apart from the barman. So I did go in and 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 uh, buy a did pint. you buy yeah. eight pints? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Normal order, please. Yeah, my friends are coming in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so I did go, but, I, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it's a, it is a worry. And I can, the thing is, I'm not really worried about my own health. Um, it's more that I'm, I'm worried about passing it on to other people. I guess. Well, exactly. If, that's, yeah. the, that's the issue, isn't it? I'm really worried about catching it myself. There's a lot of strangeness about pubs, isn't there? Um, the, you know, how, how clean is the glass? How many other people are in there? Uh, I the problem is I after I've had about three pints I just kiss everyone. Well, there is that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you what. Talking of pubs, yeah. Tim Tim Martin of Weatherspoons is uh, a good of this week, pod. isn't he? Um, because he started the week saying it's brilliant what the Dutch have done. They're keeping all the pubs. They've, they've said just keep going to the pub. Don't, yeah. don't we're closing schools, but you can go to the pub. Don't do any self isolation. <laughs> then it was found out that the Dutch weren't doing that at all, <laughs> and he was completely wrong. And then the other day, where, where does he get this stuff from? I don't know. And then the other day, I think he was, you know, I think that right at the start in January they were they were doing that. Right. right and then right. yesterday he said his Witherspoons were going to stay open. Yeah. But you wouldn't be able to stand at the bar anymore. Right. And Why? What difference thought, does that make? Oh, I because people are close together. Or? Yeah, yeah. But oh. I thought, has he ever been to a Weatherspoons? Nobody, nobody stands at the bar at a Weatherspoons because no, they've got no atmosphere. There's not a lot of um, bar, bar hanging, is there? Yeah, people, think. people sit down. By the way, there is a Weatherspoons very near to to our office. As there well, is where we there? interviewed Tim Martin. Uh, where we interviewed Tim Martin, and he was very nice. He was very nice, uh, and sort of admitted that. Went, oh well, maybe I got the facts wrong on that. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we disagree, but. Yeah, we get on. Disagree about what facts are. Yeah, <laughs> no, we get the facts right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we correct you. You've got the, all and the things kind of written went, down. Uh, 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 I'm not, and he, 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 I felt like you at one point when you were interviewing. He was going to go. I'm a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not that bothered. Are you a millionaire? <laughs> so I went on that you, one. Have you got hair like Blanca from Street Fighter? <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> um, and then yes, so he, and he uh, incredible. No one stands up at the bar at Weatherspoons. No. I will say that the the Weatherspoons that I went past last night on my walk home, which is very near here, was which, absolutely. Was, was, that, was that the one down the? the it's the Bell Hotel in yeah, Norwich, right, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. was absolutely heaving. Was it heaving? Was it heaving with people who were at the, you know, 
not, not many young people in there, no. but, but people in the sort of the vulnerable group, I would say. It's interesting. There was a guy um, on a phone in earlier who said, um, "Please help me! Please help me! I, I, I'm, I'm doing everything I can. I'm, I'm washing my hands. My son's really on board with it. He's only eight, but my wife um, loves to go to the pub, and a friend down the pub has told her." Don't worry about it, and it'll be fine. So she's still going to the pub, and they were having this like massive row about whether she was allowed to go to the pub yeah. or not. It's amazing. I mean, that's a row I had long before coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say something else very strange this week. Ian Duncan Smith, IDS. Ian Duncan Smith, one of the um, quiet men of the quiet men. He's turning up the volume, yeah, yeah. Um, just like whoever it was in the next office. Uh, you might be able to hear on the recording. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. They need to pipe down. Um, well, I think I know it. Is. Yes, I think yeah. so. Uh, heard that one, yeah. It's the, the Coming! <laughs> yes, exactly. A little chill running up your spine. Uh, the horror. The horror. The horror. T- uh, Ian Duncan Smith, called, actually in the House of Commons, calling for benefits to be yeah. increased. Yeah. Wow. Although he did redeem himself <clears throat> later in the day. Did you see... He said, um, they said, well, should we bring in universal basic income mm. then? And he said, well, no, that would be a disincentive to work. What work? No one is working. Do you know what? I'm no a bit, one's at work. I'm, Everyone's at home. I'm a big fan of universal basic income, yes. as at least to trial. And that argument does not stand up at all. No, it Because doesn't. if that argument stood up, then millionaires like Mr. Martin would have stopped when they were earning... 35 grand a year. Yeah, exactly. I'm comfortable, and therefore I will not... I'm well off now, that's fine. Because we, me and you know, with our hefty six-figure salaries, of course, that the more you have, the more you want. More money, more problems. More problems. Wow, this is like a rap-themed... It is, it's it's, it's, uh, it's rap-based. There is a lot to be said for Universal uh, Biscuit Company, and I think this might be the time. So, I mean, you're a... You know, you write about handsome. politics oh, yeah. all the time. You're a lovely, handsome man. You yeah. write about business and politics when, mm-hmm. when we're not doing this. Yeah, yeah. What is your take on how Boris Johnson has? What would you What would you give Boris Johnson out of ten? Oh, we're doing that again, are we? For this week, <laughs> let's ask Clive Lewis. Well, let's ask Becky. <laughs> yes. Um, what would I give Boris? Do you know what? It's. I think it's easy to bash uh, prime, prime ministers. Um, I think I think he's performing better now than he ever has before. Do you um, really? Think I do. So? I honestly do. I think there. What I am, what I am pleased about, is the fact that he is deferring to experts. Um, what I, but however, and up until last Thursday, so we did the pod last Thursday. Um, he did, he did his sort of first press conference, first sort of big, big coronavirus press conference, yes. if you remember. And I was encouraged because I thought, do you know what? These two guys who look, these two boffins on either side of him, yes. like him. They do. What's he called? Witty and the other one. Yeah. And his pal. Witty. I like these guys. He's, and he's I still like do. a rapper, isn't he? Witty. Or he's a grime artist. <laughs> is he? Yeah, well, he could maybe. be witty. Yeah. Stormzy, so witty. He's from like, Streatham. He probably is. Stretty. And yeah, St. Reatham. And um, and I was encouraged. I knew that, I, you know, I liked the plain speaking. I liked yes. that it wasn't being made political. I think Labour at times have been, not all Labour by any means, but there has been, they've been a little bit out of step with some stuff. I don't think this is the time for bashing a Prime Minister. However, yes. all that was blown out of the water as far as I could tell because on Monday, Number 10 was saying to me, there is not a chance that we are closing schools before Easter. Mm. There, it is not going to happen. All the advice says that this would um, screw the economy. It's bad for kids. It's bad for grandparents. Um, Wednesday, closing schools. So I, I, you know, I think that that was pressure from people. Um, in my opinion, and this is all only my opinion, but pressure from the general public has made a decision which actually. I think if Boris was braver, mm. or, or Number 10 of the government were braver, they would have carried on kicking against, because I don't think that the... Oh, well, Boris said in, in, that, in that press conference on Wednesday, he actually said it, the advice hasn't changed. So why are you doing it then? Yeah, and, I, and my problem is then, politicians are brought up and geared up to think about the next election, and, you know. However, I would say I would give Boris a, a, a pretty solid... 
pretty solid seven at this stage. My, I mean, I'm, I'm no fan of Boris Johnson, as, as listeners will will know. Um, what about that tattoo? <laughs> I really like his tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of you, it's he's a, got a tattoo of you. He has, and you've got, I've a, got tattoo a tattoo of, of him. him yeah. But you've swapped one facial feature yeah, on each. Yeah. He's got your beard, and you've got his hair. I know it's incredible. Weird. Very odd. And yeah. also weird that you didn't go together. It's just a complete fluke. It's a complete coincidence. <laughs> go on. Well, um, I think that he manages to look... Anyone standing in between two experts, even when one of the experts is is looks a bit like Chris Grayley, which is quite worrying, yeah, like isn't skinny, it? Like skinny, like his skinny little brother. He, like, he yeah. looks even more like a, yeah. a tortoise than, yeah. than Chris yeah. Grayley looks like. That, there's nothing wrong with looking like a tortoise. Well, he's we're not look shaming. Chris Whitty has has not got the brain of a tortoise, unlike Chris yeah. Grayley. Yeah. He, he looks like a tortoise and is a, uh, reacts like a tortoise. <laughs> um, I think that um, I think he, it's very hard not to stand at a lectern in between two experts and not look prime ministerial, but he's somehow managing it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I, d- I mean, I, yes, I agree. And I just think, I just I think he I think he's got that sort of imposter syndrome <laughs> when he stood next to them two. Uh, well, uh, these guys know what they're talking about. You answer. You answer. We've you know. sort of said we we have said this before. We said it when he first became prime minister. We said it before he was prime minister. That I don't think he's. I think he's always wanted to be prime minister, mm. but I think he's entirely unsuited to being prime minister. Mm. He's you know I, I know that we were debating. On Facebook, weren't we, with Matt Kelly, who used to be the editor of the New European, mm. and various other people, whether saying, "What did he say?" On what was his sort of yes, he he, he made a cuff remark. He, he made a sort of gag oh, he said about, about ventilators mm. and it was going to be Operation Last Gasp. Yeah, and you kind of go. I mean, it's just a bad joke. Well, it's a bad I mean, joke. It's, it's the bad joke that you would make if you were. Jeremy Clarkson or somebody. But yeah. Should you be making it if you're the? No, you issue? shouldn't. You, you should not be making it. However, you, you probably should. I, I don't think it's the, the most terrible no, thing no, in no, the world. No, no, no. What I think is what I think is not good is is the the way that things have the way that things have changed and the way that things have collapsed around him. So on Wednesday, he sort of intimates. Somebody said. Somebody says to him. Is London going to be locked down? And he says we're not going. To, we can't rule it out. And then a certain amount of I panic. Think that we need a. We need a. a, a we need a, a sort of lockdown London. Sort yeah, exactly. Of a certain amount of panic ensues, and then they have to say no. We're not going to lock down London. First, then we're not. We're not going to close the schools. Yeah, yeah. Then we are going to close yeah, yeah, yeah. the schools. There's, this flip flopping is starting to worry. The me. advice is this. Now the advice is has, has changed. And also, look at the, when when him and Rishi Sunak. Came out and uh, who I love, Dishy Sunak. Dishy Sunak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love he's giving all this money away because in two years, when he's probably prime minister, <laughs> he's going to he's going to be going. And now for ten years of austerity. Yeah. When they came out on when was it Monday Tuesday Tuesday I think, yeah, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday and announced their big rescue package, mm. they did it with the air of two extremely confident men. Rishi Sunak is a great salesman, Fantastic. by the way. So, yeah. I would buy anything Ooh, off that guy. I'd have a Toyota Corolla off he's, him. He's quicker. just he is just hey. he, he's great. He said I don't want and he did his I want to go further. Yeah. Again, didn't he? Yeah. He did his his, his sex will his this man, catch Will this man ever stop wanting to playing. go further? Exactly. It's just <laughs> Stop it! Okay, I'm there already. I'm, I'm lying down. Foreplay is a funny old word, isn't it? it is. I think it's that word that only teenagers use. Foreplay. Shall we do foreplay. some foreplay? Yes. All right. Um, um, That's what Channel Four should have called their online offering. But foreplay. <laughs> but they, but they did it and didn't, and then and they sort of went and then they stood back, looking rather smug, going, "Look at all this that we've done." Mm. And then it started being picked apart by mm. people like Laura Coonsberg. Mm. Robert Peston, mm. and the look on both of their faces was, well, Rishi Sunak was what uh, Ron Atkinson used to say, describe as cool panic, which <laughs> yeah. was which was when you could see somebody's panic, but they're putting on a good show. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Boris Johnson just looked like abject panic. Yeah, and I, since, oh, I think and there is definitely then, there is panic behind Boris's people eyes. People like Bernard Jenkins, Ian Duncan Smith, we, you know, these extraordinary. People from the right are saying you haven't given enough money, mm. and mm. people the renters have been ignored. My <clears throat> lovely partner Joe, mm. her her uh, son's um, g- 
girlfriend, which is tortured, but but poor Charlotte, Dogs cleaner, poor old Charlotte has has just has just lost her yeah, job yeah. Um, working in a restaurant. Yeah. You know, so people who work in the gig economy, renters, none of this is is has, has really been freelancers. None of this really seems to have been thought of as no. they strode out and said, "We're going to do this." No, and, that. and I guess the, the, I mean a little bit of leeway for. I, they're better. They'd be better off just going. Listen, we need to bottom out the detail on this yet. This is a. This is. This yes. is coming at us bloody quick. Yes. We've got everyone we can on it. It's almost better just to hold your hands up. I think. Yes. I tell you one more thing because I know we're going to do something else in a second. But yeah. One more thing on Boris Johnson, which I think is really striking. Yeah. Remember. A couple of weeks ago, when he went on a tip, did he go on this morning or yes, something like I that? I watched it, and he said one of the scenarios is that um, one of the scenarios is that um, you know we're going to do this herd thing, and mm. we're just going to have to we might have to just take it on the chin. Mm. And do, have you seen that amazing video of people in? I think they're in. Oh, they're in Birmingham. No, they're in Wolverhampton, and there's loads loads of young people in the gym. Yeah, they're all in the gym, still working out. Fluids, you know, sweat going absolutely everywhere. Yeah. And a young woman who looks, you know, very intelligent and talks in an intelligent way, and they say, why the hell are you in the gym? And she says, well, you know, we're all going to get it, but we've just got to take it on the chin. And you go, you got that because you saw that clip of Boris Johnson. This is why you're doing it. It's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, but Phil and Holly interviewed Boris, of course, in that big political set piece. Yeah. Do you know who Phil and Holly interviewed this week? No, go on. The Porrit children. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, they were on this morning yesterday. Were they? Yeah. Are they the new? Are they the new they're team? The, the brain. They, are they coming up with a? They're the face. They're the face. They're the faces of, of, of coronavirus fight back incredible. in Suffolk. Yeah. Amazing. Honestly, yeah. Anyway, um, I want to talk to you about something which might offer you, dear listener, and certainly you, Steve. You're going to tell us about it a little more light, and that is. Babel. Do you know what that is? I do know you what do. it is because well, I've tried it out. And it's brilliant. So have you ever wanted to visit a country and not feel like an outsider? Me? Yeah. I feel like an outsider in this country. <laughs> in this office? Yes. <laughs> At least my own office. <laughs> well, but I have, whenever I travel abroad actually and I can't speak the language, you know, well, get you feel phrase, so but silly, you feel don't, past, you? don't you? Yeah. Especially when you then ask in your tortured French or German and they reply to you in perfect yes, English. Exactly. Babel is here to help you learn that Except language. Except if you go to America. Uh, th- then you're fine. Um, no, then uh, they don't understand you. No. Um, yes, ba- Babel can, can really help. It can help you learn a language from fresh or indeed restart that language that you learned at secondary school. What did you learn? I learned German. What phrase? Can you remember? There's always one, isn't there? Uh, well, I can ask for. Well, I can't ask for cartoff. I can, but I know you that can just point and say. I know that I, if if I ever need to order potato salad, then I can. You can do I that. can ask for cartoffel salad anywhere. Ein gross beer bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then if you want another, just say and ein gross beer bitter. Yes. Again. And I also know um, how Spine. from from our from a very entertaining German book. Uh, that we uh, that we learned from about Hansel and Lisa Lotta. Yeah. Uh, I also know that if you that if you're a, if you hear a customs man say "Ich glaube das ist Kokaine," it means I think that is this is cocaine. <laughs> oh dear, you don't want to hear that, do you? Well, not really. No. <coughs> well, it I... certainly it certainly put the wind up Hansel and Lisa Lotta's dad. I can tell you. <laughs> When his shaving powder or whatever it was was mistaken for the old beak. I um, I um, I my favourite phrase in I spent a bit of time in Germany and yes. my favourite phrase is lek. Well, it's not a phrase. I remember lecker worms. Yeah, and what does that mean? Delicious worms. Delicious worms. And my favourite place to say it in Germany is Wuppertal. Oh, Wuppertal. So yes. because I'm a songwriter, yeah, as we know are. from Fishing on a Night, I turned it into a song. Oh, go on. Lecker worms, and it goes lecker lecker worms in Wuppertale. Eh? <laughs> it's like Europop. I sang it for weeks. It's, um, it's a sort of umpapa beat. Yeah, Beautiful. I feel like we've got off the beaten track here. Let's tell you about Babel. Babel. I love Babel. <clears throat> a clear and simple interface. It guides you through your learning journey in a fun and smooth way. Not just that. 
It's designed to get you speaking your new language within weeks with daily 10 to 15 minute lessons. And it teaches you real life conversations. So you're not just going, I am age 11 and I go to the swimming pool. Yeah, this is actual useful stuff. Um, You learn through interactive dialogues. Speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Um, And the lessons are lovingly created by more than 100 language experts. That's real people, not just some translation machine. Uh, okay, so with Babel, you can choose from 14 different languages. Yes. All of the obvious ones are there, I know that for certain. Spanish, which is what you're having a look at. I did it? have a look at that. French, I which did, I... I did have to say no intendiendo, or whatever it is. <laughs> no intendiendo. No, no, <laughs> have you put your name in Babel as Estefan? <laughs> I haven't put it in there. <laughs> French, which is my chosen... No um, entiendo. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah I see it's working for you. Um, Italian, German, they're all there. Um, the teaching method has been proven to be effective across multiple studies. Babel is available as an app or online, and your progress will be synced across all your many devices. What better thing to do while you're potentially in uh, self-isolation or whatever? You've got a bit more time on your hands, perhaps. Learn a language. How much more European could you be? So try Babel today. Just go to babel.co.uk or download the app for free. That's babel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot co dot UK or download the app for free. Have you tried it yet? It's great. It is really good. Babel. Yeah. Learn a new language. Make it your own. <gasps> That's I haven't, good. I haven't tried it yet, but I certainly will do. Cause I, I, I spent uh, about two or three years ago, no, long, God, longer than that, eight or nine years ago, I decided I was going to, I was commuting. And I was like oh, yeah. French. And I, God almighty, I worked really hard at it. And I got pretty good. And someone on the tube, a French person on the tube, was lost. And I helped them in French. Oh. And it was literally one of the proudest moments of my Should life. Be, yeah. I wouldn't know where to start now. Because no. as soon as you stop, you know. So this seems like a fun way to do it. And imagine that. They, they'd asked to go to the, the Tate Modern. And then they ended up in Elephant and Castle. <laughs> and the stuff in centre. Yeah, it fills kebab shop. No. <laughs> uh, but it's very good um, try so I, I would try it out get on it I would try it out um, did you say Gordon Brown by the way do you know I, I wanted to like song I wanted to talk about Gordon Brown I listened to that song last night I wanted to, to talk about Gordon Brown because I, he is the man for a crisis Boris could do worse than going do you know what Gordon Brown is coming to our Cobra meetings um, William Hick, you know, people who've done it and been there. Because Gordon Brown exactly. saved the world once before you. Well, he did, yes. He did. You're not looking at me like you're on board with this, Gordon Brown. No, I'm totally on board All with right, it. He was, he, was, he was extremely impressive, wasn't he? And you, I, I, I thought exactly the same as you. All oh, right, I've ruined why, your point. Why, no, no, no. <laughs> but why throw away these people's... Um... <clears throat> no, not at all. And whatever you think of Tony Blair... Get him in the room. Well, exactly. Get Blair and Brown in the room. It's not about politics. That was, I mean, that would be good that just would to be. watch, wouldn't it? Well, maybe, maybe we would need to get there in separate rooms. Yes, maybe on, like, uh, Slack or yeah. Microsoft Teams. They could do it on Teams, Teams but, yeah. over Skype, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> do you think he's still bitter about that, Gordon Brown? Uh, Even with yes. all his wisdom and gravitas, I would say yes. I think he is. He is. Yeah. He is. Um, if Boris Johnson's going to tell people to go home, he's got to be able to explain how they will survive financially at home. Good point, Gordon Brown. You know, this is this is it, isn't it? Yeah, this absolutely, is it. absolutely. Um, Donald Trump, less gravitas, I would say. <laughs> I mean, wow. Did you see the press conference? You know, he he started to call this the Chinese. I know, blue. I know, I know. I'm blaming uh, utterly, on the Chinese. Utterly. Despicable. And, and then he was. He was. Somebody said. Somebody from. Somebody said. Um, one of your staff has referred. We've seen a memo where they've referred to this, uh, to the coronavirus as kung flu. Would you say that that is a good or bad thing? And he sort of went. Well, you know, all of this. It's difficult. And they went. Well, is it a good or bad thing then? And he said, Well, I think it's accurate. <laughs> You can imagine at that moment that that song... Exactly. Kung Flu Sneezing. Kung Flu Fooey. Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> and he started doing... Who was that by? Uh, Carl Douglas. Oh, I loved that song. What a song. Um, so, yes. And it's amazing, isn't it? At the start of March, he was saying that this is no worse than the common cold. Ooh. I've just had a thought of what that film might be. 
Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. There you go. No worse than the common cold. No uh, worse than the common cold. Well, amazing. I mean, that, but, that, but hey, it isn't for the vast majority of us, but that's not the point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if only one person in every 300 got it and they recovered within a couple of days... Yes. We wouldn't be in this We wouldn't be in this thing. No, we wouldn't be, no. No. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, who he gave the... Uh, who's the, the, the sort of the... Crazy uh, right-wing American yeah, radio yeah. commentator. Yeah. He, he sort of fell from grace, didn't he? He was involved in a couple of scandals. Now he appears to be dying of cancer and has, has returned. Mm. And Trump gave him a, the Medal of Honor, didn't he, during the during his State of the Union address? And on Monday, Rush Limbaugh said uh, that it was uh, it was no worse than the common cold and it was being weaponised against Trump. Weaponised against all of us, I think. So, so, so this is, you know, I mean, it's just amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, Trump, is being very Trumpian. Uh, he is, yes. And if you think the queues for people trying to get toilet rolls outside your local um, Sainsbury's are bad, they're queuing for guns. They are queuing for guns. Yeah, they're going to blast that virus. You've got a bit of that virus on your lip. I'm gonna take. <laughs> well, I thought you actually were talking no, to me. Not then. You, no, not you. I got no, virus no. on my look. Oh my god! Yeah, shoot yeah, it yeah. off! Shoot it off! Uh, that would be terrible. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, do not try that at home. If you've seen on social media that Donald Trump said people <laughs> people are dying today who have never died before, I'm afraid to say that is not true. Oh, well, it's, but I mean, it's a myth. I think they used to say that about that George George W. Bush had said that, and that wasn't true either. That's a shame. It I mean, is. we it's could probably convince him to say it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the EU then? How are the EU doing on coronavirus, Stephen? Well, I think it, the EU is supposed to be a, a giant conspiracy, isn't it, that is led yeah. by like two or three people. A big political monolith. And doesn't it say that that is, you know, that's what the Brexiteers told us, but doesn't it say that that is not true? Because lots of different co- countries have got different attitudes to mm. this, haven't they? Mm, mm. You know, people yeah, are quite. in lockdown in in some cities, people yeah. are locked down in, lockdown in some countries. We're not allowed to call it lockdown, I think that's what number 10 are going to tell us. So you're not allowed, yes. to, you won't be allowed to leave your house or street and in London, and you won't be allowed certain, and there will be armed guards on the M25. It's not lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's not, not actual news. It's not, no, no, it's not, no, no. Those tanks are not enforcing a lockdown. You know, Spain... Out for a spin. Spain have been in lockdown, yet their cases are going right up. Mm. Germany weren't in lockdown, and then the, the other day it was their cases that were really frightening. Um, but it doesn't seem very coordinated. What has obviously happened this week is that borders have been shut, haven't they? Yep. Um, yep. And um, I always preferred Waterstones. Achieving the dream of... <laughs> hey. Oh, dear. Hey. Achieving the dream of Nigel Farage. Yes, indeed. Um, Coronavirus in some, lockstep with Farage. We've got some quotes here from the Heroes of Brexit <laughs> thing that he was at last Fantastic. week. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he said... Um, and basically, he, he said... Uh, he suggested that we should use the coronavirus to get a tr- better trade deal with the EU, which is nice. Uh, he said, this awful crisis, I mean, at least he recognises it's an awful crisis. Mm. This awful crisis and the way it's gripping parts of Italy makes a trade deal with the EU easier now than it's ever been. Way Right, right. Uh, <laughs> The collapsing Italian economy needs to deal with the UK desperately, Germany equally. What about a collapsing UK economy, mate? Uh, Christopher Hope, who was the interviewer, then said, so rather than delay, as they might do, use it. And Nigel Farage said, yes, use it, use it to get a deal. The Austrians have closed their border with Italy. Uh, Free movement has ended. Globalisation has ended. I'm sorry it took something as awful as coronavirus, but it's over, it's done, and in the next few years we'll witness the breakup of the Eurozone, the breakup of the European Union, and for us now, getting a trade deal with uh, is easy. He said even the risk of a, the even the arguments uh, that a no deal the risk that a no deal Brexit would pose are as nothing to the downturn we're facing. So the government's got a great chance now to get this done. Well, do you so know what? what? He's basically, do you, We've found the silver lining. <laughs> well, it's a gold lining, isn't it? Because he's basically going, we are right in the, the oh. quagmire here, so why don't you stand on my shoulders? Help me! What's the, you know... What? It just, I, I mean, it's just, it, I, I have no words. It's built on a world of delusion, isn't it? The idea that we, we can't delay, he also said the Brexit party will stop 
Boris Johnson tr- delaying the end of the transition period. Mm. You know, I mean, he said I would mobilise. Oh, now <laughs> mobilise, mobilise, <laughs> mobilise the Farage troops, mobilise the Faragists. Um, <laughs> now, admitted, admittedly, this was a week ago, but he said he would mobilise the Brexit Party to right. stop that happening. Right. Michelle, right. The, right. the EU's lead negotiator has got the coronavirus. We can't have any face-to-face talks. The talks are being delayed. Our countries are in lockdown or not in lockdown. Nigel, there's no football. There's not even any football. That's when it got serious. There's not even any cricket. There's not even any rugby. Brought my cricket back into the office, actually. Uh, so there is going to be some. There cr- is going to be some office cricket. Um, and it's weird. I tell you what, there is the, what there is good news from the EU uh-huh. is that Ursula von, uh, von der Leyen. No, oh, yeah, God, we got into you, trouble before, didn't we? Did you see this? She uh, said that. Um, she thinks that she's good. The coronavirus vaccine from CureVac, which is a German company, will hit the markets before the autumn, which is seems that seems like rather good news to me. Doesn't that it? seems like fantastic news. We've also we've got a, we've got a firm here in this fine city who are who are working hard um, with you know. I mean, seriously, they're not yes. just some quacks. They're they're really at the forefront of this. So people are doing everything they can. Yes, they are doing everything they can, but the idea that Let's we hope that we can share it across our uh, broken borders. Yes, exactly. But the idea that we might only have a few more months of this is—I uh, mean, the idea that we're going to have a few more months of it—I think we, we just need to get used to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the idea that the end is in sight is very nice. Yeah. CureVac, uh, by the way, are the company that, um, if you saw the, the the reports in, I think it was in Die Welt a few days ago, mm. that Donald Trump had basically gone. We we hear you've got a. We hear you've got a vaccine. We want to buy your company on, but only on the understanding that all the vaccine is used in America first. <laughs> and they sort of went, "We can't really do that, mate." Nine danker. Uh, nine danker. Um, CureVac have distanced themselves from those reports, but Develt are standing by them. Ah, good. Ooh. Good for Develt. Yes. Right uh, then. Is it worth talking about the trade talks? Because there aren't really any, are no, there? No, I mean that's that kind. Of, that is kind of it, isn't it? Dominic Raab said, "I don't think delaying the Brexit negotiations will give anyone on either side of the channel the certainty that they need." Mm. What, what certainty is that? Mm. The certainty that putting loads of people onto this is going to stop them working on, you know, ending this pandemic that's threatening everybody in the Western world and the Eastern world. Mm. The it's whole amazing, world, isn't it? Yeah, all of it. Uh, he said intensive diplomacy is needed to take the relationship to the next level, which yeah. I think is what Brad Pitt said to Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, just as he was dumping her from, where are you going with those suitcases, Brad? It's, well, intensive, I think, intensive diplomacy is what we need to take our relationship to the next level. That's how he talks. Yeah. I've seen Once and, Upon a Time in and, America. And did you see that film, Mr and Mrs Smith, because the woman who's in it's in the car and the engine's running. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. She's t- Although, I tell you, I just he, I think he's trying to get that with old Jenny. Well, did you see that? I didn't At see it. At the Grammys it. or the Oscars? No. Or the, yeah, backstage, because she won something. I think first, it's called The Morning Show, this Apple. Oh, OK. Um, and he was backstage and they had a little little hug and a shake of their hands. I mean, she won't, she won't be having any of that, I'm sure. Isn't she married to somebody else? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I've got I'm no, no idea. I've got no I mean, idea. she married Ross in LA by accident in Las Vegas, didn't she? Oh, did she? Did, did you never watch Friends? No, I didn't no, watch you Friends. you loser. No, I didn't really enjoy the Friends. Oh, I didn't enjoy the um, Friends. I was too busy, too busy watching Seinfeld. Uh, I was too busy watching Seinfeld, like all right thinking people. Which is now on, what's that on now? Is it on, on all four? Uh, I don't know, I'm t- as I said the other week, I'm sort of I think middle might, way through Curb. I think, I think it might be on all four now. Watch Seinfeld if you've never watched it before. Oh, absolutely. But do it. don't bother with the first series. No? It's not that good. Oh, is it not? You can skip the first series. Mm. You can skip most of the second series, oh. to be fair. Mm. Mm. Um, but mm. yes, it's very, very good. Um, mm. So, shall we come back with... Are we, are we doing the quiz now or are we doing it right at the end? No, I think we should do it right oh at the end. Oh my God, I can hardly wait. Yeah, right, no, no Googling. Brexiteer of the Week. Welcome back, Steve. Um, I didn't Google. 
I promise. Good. Well, we'll do that at the end. Oh, God, I'm really excited. Right at the end. You're too excited. You're overexcited oh, by God, this, aren't you? Right, can you, um, can you quickly crown a Brexiteer of the Week, then? No, I'll do it slowly. Mm. I'll do it very slowly, like You've this. all got time on your hands. This, uh, is, a, this is the four-hour edition it's of only, the New European Podcast. Uh, nobody's doing anything else. You don't have to go to work anymore. It's That's fine. not true, though, is it? Everyone, uh, this yeah, is, we're all working Lots of people are a little bit excited. Ooh, I'm going to be working from home. Yeah, Taking no, my money at home. It's tedious, yeah, See you in a week, and you'll be screaming and turn your air out. People take their laptops home. Then they came back for the monitor, and didn't they? And then a chair. And then people kept, somebody came <laughs> up with a chair today. There was someone wheeling their chair down the road outside. It's amazing, Brilliant. isn't it? Brilliant. Absolutely It's brilliant. amazing. Oh, talking of stockpiling. Yes. Our colleagues are stockpiling As we were, equipment. stockpiling chairs. So I live in a little... I live in some flats, some Ali. nice flats. Yes, in you Norwich. do. You very much do. Um, and... But between my, well, quite near to my house, there is a subway, and then it goes onto the main, so not subway sandwich no, shop. No, yeah, yeah, where are you from? There is one. <laughs> no, this it's is an underpass. Oh, an underpass, all a right. Subway. A subway. Yeah. All right, get out your cell phone, Mr. Yankee Doodle <laughs> Dandy. Did you come up here in the elevator? So I've mean, been walking on the sidewalk. So on the sidewalk, you go down the sidewalk from my house and you go through a subway or an underpass. In a twinkie. I call it a subway. Do you call, do you call it an underpass? <coughs> yeah. Okay. So if you go from my if you go from my flat, you can go in the subway. underpass, the subway. Yeah, yeah. And qu- quite near there, there is an Iceland a branch of there the, is. the yeah the branch yeah, yeah. of the the, the, the frozen fine food. frozen yeah. food purveyor yeah. Iceland. Yeah. 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 And I got back to my flat last night, which is quite nice. Mm. And there were two. Um, I, I pressed the, the thing for the lift yeah. to come up with my my bags of stuff that I'd plundered from Morrison's. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I sort of barged in to get into the lift, not really looking, yeah. there was a little, I felt a little bump, yeah. and I looked up and there were two very nice young women there, right. who'd, with a trolley from Iceland, that they'd obviously stockpiled all their stuff in, and then gone, how are we going to get this out, we can't, there's got too many bags to carry, so they just, this is anarchy, Drake, taking it out of the, taking it, let's, let's, don't, look, let's, let's, that's just like, they do it, they, they did it through the, through the underpass or the subway, Depending on and then wow. up, up the road down wow. there in the lift up to the there. Do, do you live in? It sounds Incredible. like you live in the Trellick Tower in the seventies. Yeah, I do. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. I've never seen that before. Wow. Anyway, um, let's talk about Brexiteers of the week. I did no? They looked. They looked brazen. Right. They were look brazen about it. Brazen. Um, Anne Widdicombe. Remember mm. last week when Anne Widdicombe said. Um, she said AIDS, you know. She said it yeah, wasn't as bad as first feared. And, we and went, I well, went, ranted on about Norman Fowler, and, didn't I? And there went 30, 36 million deaths, you know. It was quite bad, really, wasn't it? Very bad. Uh, and still 750,000 people <clears> dying every year. Anyway, this week, the Daily Express have obviously gone, do you know when you said that about AIDS? Why don't you write about something less controversial this week, Anne? Um, I'm going to read this out to you. You need to start giving the topics. We are being urged to switch from brown eggs to white because brown hens have their beaks trimmed and white ones don't. That's right. In America, they eat white. They eat well, white eggs. Don't they? The purpose of beak trimming is yeah. to prevent pecking. Yeah. And that can be best achieved by allowing plenty of room to road, roam and supplying ample foraging material. Okay. So let the farmers do that, rather than pressurising us to buy anemic-looking oh. white eggs yeah. instead of enchanting, enchanting. healthy-looking Healthy. brown ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there may be no difference in reality, but brown is more appealing. What? <laughs> I think next week we'll huh? go, Can you, have you got any thoughts about AIDS and the coronavirus <laughs> are going on? Um, Andrew Bridgen. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't think he has got coronavirus. He said he's been self-isolating, though. Do you know why? I don't know. He got really upset because Nadine Doris... Yes. And sat mom, near him and poor mom. in the she's she's got it and she sat near him in the commons tea room. Yep. Um and she didn't phone up um she didn't phone when when she had to list the names of people she didn't who phone she'd been him. In, in contact with, she didn't phone him basically. And his musician wife Navina yeah. and Nadine have been having a set to oh, um, on Twitter about this. 
and Andrew Bridgen some of Navina's music on Andrew Bridgen said my wife is an opera singer she really is a prima donna whereas Nadine only acts like a prima donna uh, it's good it's that brilliant isn't it joke. I like that very good um, <clears> now <throat> back in the halcyon days salad days of Brexit mm. Frederick Forsyth um, uh, back in the salad days of Brexit every every time you turned on the TV people were talking about comparing Brexit as this war and this battle and people, you know, Jacob Rees-Mogg would be talking about Agincourt and Nigel Farage would be talking about Waterloo. And it's all sort of gone away, hasn't it, in, since, since Brexit got done and everything's yeah. all right. Frederick yeah. Forsyth, who's 81, he's got a column in the Express as well. He wrote The Day of the Jackal. Yeah. And he uh, he wrote last week, and I was re- I'm really missing these military analogies, and he said, the 26th referendum was just the first battle of Ypres. The Somme is still to come. In the years to come, those of us will look, those of us still here will look back on the last half decade as comparable to the Armada, Waterloo and Dunkirk. Well, we won them all. And I'm <laughs> but it's funny how people have got this... <clears throat> It's misconception fact, of Dunkirk, did we really, isn't it? Well, one, stop going on about battles. And, and <laughs> yeah. two, I don't think we really did win Dunkirk, did we? we were roundly beaten. We were, yeah, yeah. The, the thing that makes Dunkirk an extraordinary event was the the members of the public who came and rescued all we the managed troops. To, I think we managed to get about 300,000 troops out, didn't yeah. we? Oh, but it was we, an extraordinary thing, we lost it certainly about, wasn't a military what, victory. We lost about 60,000 <laughs> troops. Not yeah, a military victory at all. It was, in, it was a huge embarrassment, in fact. And a lot of the troops on returning... Were, were were so upset that they wouldn't show their face and it's around incre- town. And yes, stuff. exactly. I mean, I mean, it's incredible bit of PR that we turned it in our advantage it, at all. It is quite amazing. So Frederick Forsyth, good. But the joint Brexiteers of the week joint are Gerard Batten, yeah, Batty Batten, former UKIP leader, and Daniel Hannan. Hannan and Batten. Because I can't, Batten I can't, and Hannan. I can't put a, I can't get a matchstick between them hmm. because um, Gerard Batten says. This is all, he says, of coronavirus. This is all panic-stricken bull blank. BS. BS. This is all panic-stricken bull blank. It's the bloody flu, not the end of the human race. If I'm wrong, brackets, and still alive in a month's time, I'll take it all back. You know, well, let's hope he is around to absolutely to, take, to, it, to back. take yeah, it all yeah, back. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Daniel Hannan, Hannan. On the tele in the Telegraph wrote a an article and it was titled "If coronavirus has got one silver lining, it should be the return of the bow and the curtsy." <laughs> I'm going to read some of this. A handshake can be an awkward thing, a clumsy, clammy grapple, but a woman breathes something of herself into her curtsy. She can make the gesture demure or haughty, haughty. coy or brazen. Breathe. She can swish her skirts alluringly or bob coldly. The same is true, mutatis mutandis, for men. <laughs> I don't know what mutatis mutandis means, by the way. Is that, was it something from Star Wars? <laughs> it was one of the guys in the band in the... Uh, was it? Is he yeah. related to Bib Fortuna? <laughs> the same is true, mutatis mutandis, for men. A bow allows you to convey precisely the degree of respect or affection you consider appropriate. In which case, I mean, I my, my bow to, to Daniel Hanan would be like it would be on sort of one degree bow. Have, have you ever bowed? I don't think I've ever bowed, no. I mean, when you, if you get up in the middle of court proceedings and well, leave, you have, have to nod, you're supposed to nod your head. Well, I think I might, have, I might have done a little bow to people in, when, we, when I went to Japan, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, did yeah, as well, yeah. I did yeah, in yeah, Japan, yeah. yes. But I, I mean, bobbed my head, certainly. As but would you, if the Queen came to visit... No, and she did. She's. And what do you do? And what do you do? And what do you do? I honestly saw going down a line of journalists asking them all the same question, and they were sat right next to each other, same as him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? And what do you do? I ask people, what do you do? Have you come very far? But would That's you bow to the queen? Asked. Would you bow to the queen? No, I wouldn't bow to the queen. Would you shake her hand? I mean, in normal times. I would. Sh- in normal times, I would shake her hand. Yes, good. and I might. I might not. You could not, wouldn't you? Would, oh. you? would you not? All right. All right, old girl. All right, old girl. Yeah, all right, good. Uh, so, um, so Daniel Hanan and Gerald Batan and Gerald Batan are the Brexiteers of the week. And now the Ooh. order of business is to do the quiz, isn't it? It's very exciting. I hope you enjoy playing at home. Yes. Which political film had the tagline "Never Compromise"? Okay, so I'm going to go for the Ides of March. Oh, it's not. Uh, I can't think of any of it. It's the Iron Lady, the Meryl ah. Streep one with Mrs. Thatcher. Oh God, I didn't like that. 
Which US politician appeared on their version of The Mass Singer dressed as a giant purple and pink bear and singing Baby's Got Back? Right, well, I'm not sure on this one. Yeah, it's on. a bit of a guess. Somewhere, I think, because I, I, as you do, watch quite a lot of yes. American TV during the American yes. football season, and there's lots of adverts on Fox, I think yes. it is, when the games are on Fox for, for The Mass Singer, and I think somewhere in the back of my mind I might have got it. Um, but I think the woman talking about, and it is all... It's a woman. Uh, um, about Fonda and Hondas and things was Sarah Peely. It's That is yes. correct. That's correct. Yes. And they, they, she said, um, I picked the bear because that's the symbol of Alaska. What oh. a giant, fluffy, purple and pink <laughs> bear. Sing, singing rather crude songs about Singing a crude song about buttons. large buttocks, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the easy one is, which former yeah. MP's autobiography was called Kind of Blue? Uh, that's Ken Clark. That is Ken Clark because, yeah. of course, he's a jazz fan and Kind of Blue is a great jazz album by. Uh, <laughs> Next week's question. It's a great jazz album by Miles Davis. Perhaps the oh, greatest. Right. Along oh, with listen, the, I'm not. Jazz is not my thing. Along with The Love Supreme by John Coltrane, probably the most famous jazz album ever. I went on a, di- on a date with a girl. And she wants she's big into jazz. And, and you said, won't. I love jazz. Yeah, have I told you already? Have I told you this story? <laughs> I think you might have done. And like 10 minutes in, she was really attractive. 10 minutes in, she was that kind of thing. And she's sort of grooving on down. It just, there were literally six people playing their own instruments. Oh, yeah, brilliant. all at the same time. And did you go, I don't really like jazz? And I just went, Do you know what? I'm, my mate's wrong, I'm going to get off. And I just, I never saw her again. Oh, no. You went out to a jazz bar. Well, it was a jazz night. It was a in, jazz in, night. In a, a, a lovely pub, which I'm pretty sure you will have been in. Yes. The Head of Steam. Oh, the Head of Steam in Huddersfield. In Huddersfield, like Huddersfield train, Station. Huddersfield's famous train station. Yeah, Very good nice. Good old booze of that. Marvellous. What should the listener do right now? Well, take good care of yourselves. Absolutely. Because we need you. Uh, what, what do we do? Catch it, bin it, burn it? Yeah. Flush it or something? Flush it, something like that. Catch yeah, yeah. it, bin it, it, kill it. Catch it, bin it, kill it. There you go. Yes. It's that's like a right. Kylie album. <laughs> Catch it, bin it, kill it. By Kylie Minogue. Isn't it the lyrics to Who Do You Think You Are by the Spice Girls? <laughs> Catch it, bin it, kill it. Oh, you, yes. Who do you think you are? We can definitely get the Spice Girls doing like a TikTok is a thing, isn't it? And uh, doing a TikTok of them all in wherever they are in the world singing those lyrics. Surely yes. by next week, listeners. Now, I've remembered one very important thing that happened this week. Oh. Which I've got to, which I've got to, um, I, I must relate, I must impart oh, to okay, you right good, now. good, go for it. About a year ago, yeah. we had Chris Wright... The, the entrepreneur yes. and the, the, the founder of Chrysalis yes, Records. Yes, yes, yes. We had him yes. on the podcast. Yes. Uh, I we can't did. really remember he was why. Um, he was talking about the impact on... It was, I reckon it's probably more than that. I think it's about 18 months. Oh, OK. He was talking about the impact mainly on the record industry, but I think he's also involved in horse racing. Right, OK. Yes, that's right. He was talking about yeah, those and he was, things. He was really interesting, really fascinating guy. And he, he, I think his people... Said, will you send the link to Chris yeah. when it's when it's done so yeah, he can retweet right, it? Quite into yeah. Twitter now, yeah, yeah. and he retweeted it, <laughs> and he put in. Uh, it was in the days when Jerry Scott, our yeah. friend Jerry Scott, was was yeah. on the podcast now with the us. Yeah. Now the Yorkshire Post, and he put. Uh, it's great to be on the new European podcast with at Porritt, at Sanglesey, and at Jerry Horner, who is Jerry from the Jerry Halliwell from the Spice Girls, rather than Jerry Scott. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah. And and it's caused us some amusement. This week, I saw that tweet. I did. What was that? About? Being answered by Sinead O'Connor. Really? Who said it's incredible to find you, Chris, on Twitter? How are you doing? And I don't know whether uh, for some <laughs> fantasy of mine is that Sinead O'Connor has been scrolling through wow. old New European <laughs> podcast tweets. That is incredible. I didn't. I saw it. I saw, I saw it. Was it retweeted was, and, and she danced it. Uh, I didn't. It I didn't no look who it was. A lie, bit it was Sinead O'Connor Sinead saying, O'Connor. "Chris, you know, let, get in touch with me through Twitter." Nothing so compares. If it, nothing compares to you. So, but there you go. Sinead, o- if Sinead O'Connor is out there and listening. Please do we, come on. We love you enormously, and you are always welcome. What here. I would say, um, as as a, a little tip yes. from one journalist to another, don't door knock Sinead O'Connor. Don't door knock Sinead O'Connor. Well, there you go. We'll leave <laughs> little, it at that. In, little in trade in joke. I, lo- I love you, Sinead O'Connor. Right. Please come on our podcast.
Do you actually love Sinead O'Connor? Very much oh, so, right, yes. Good. Well, you're more than welcome, Sinead, any time. Yes. Um, uh, uh, leave us a review, I yes. think is what we were saying, wasn't it? Yes, leave us five a lovely review. review. A five-star review on your podcatcher of choice. Check us out on the Facebook. Yeah, you can join our Facebook readers group. Are we on the, tic- please, are we on the tic- tickety-tock? Please, please try and buy a print edition of the New European. Yes, do it. Uh, go to the, uh, www.theneweuropean.co.uk. Subscribe. And subscribe. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a good idea. You yeah, can get yeah. it us delivered. Because so, you'd be stuck inside, so you, you get it get it in through your letterbox. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, follow me on Twitter, at Sanglesey, S-A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y. Or follow me at Porritz, P-O-R-R-I-T-T. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please do go out and buy a copy of the printed product. It's £3. It is packed full of news, but it's also got lots of arts and culture as well. We will be back next week, hopefully, somehow. No, we definitely will, even if we're not in the same room. We will be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, please play your bagpipes. Here you go. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.